रिटेल थेरेपी इट्स अ रियल थिंग ओके द प्राइमरी पर्पज ऑफ इट इज टू इम्प्रूव द बायर्स मूड सो ऑन डेज वेन आई एम लिटल स्ट्रेस्ड नॉट इन अ ग्रेट मूड माई रिटेल थेरेपी इंस्टिंग किक्स इन वॉकिंग इन दो शॉपिंग आइल्स इट फील्स लाइक आई एम लॉस्ट इन डिजनी वर्ल्ड जस्ट द जॉय ऑफ सींग बैग्स ऑफ चिप्स और ट्राइंग ऑन न्यू क्लोथ्स आह वाट अ फीलिंग बट डज आवर शॉपिंग वॉट वी बाई वे वी बाई फ्रॉम आर चॉइस ऑफ प्रोडक्ट्स एंड ब्रांड्स डज इट मैटर एट ऑल माई नेम इज प्रत्यूषा परकाला एंड वेलकम टू माई पॉडकास्ट प्राणा कैफे प्राणा लिटरली मीन्स लाइफ एंड दिस पॉडकास्ट रिवॉल्व अराउंड एनवायरमेंट एंड सस्टेनेबिलिटी विच वी आर टॉकिंग विद अ लॉर्ड ऑफ होप एंड ऑप्टिमिज्म एंड ऑफकोर्स अ लॉर्ड ऑफ पॉजिटिविटी दिस वीक्स एपिसोड इज कॉल द कॉन्शियस कंज्यूमर कंज्यूमर इज पीपल लाइक यू एंड मी वेन वी आर बाइंग थिंग्स आर वी डूइंग इट विद अ लिटल बिट ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस एंड अवेयरनेस ऑफ वॉट वी आर बाइंग द काइंड ऑफ ब्रांड्स वी आर चूजिंग So let's dive into the topic on this week's episode of the Prana Cafe podcast. I won't deny it. I love shopping. I like buying things that make me happy, be it clothes or food or things whatever. Just owning them and using it wherever whenever I want. It's a nice feeling, right? But just like any addiction, retail therapy is also not such a great thing because it doesn't resolve the main issue. Every time I'm sad or not in a great mood, if I'm going and hoarding things, then uh, it is so short-lived and it's a temporary distraction, right? It is always taking me back to square one where I'm not tackling with the main issue. And on the other hand, I was thinking that there is a chicken and egg problem here where we don't know which one comes first. there's retail therapy on one side and another thing is consumerism which is constantly telling you to buy and own more things things you may not necessarily need but you still want it right maybe an ad made you feel like you're nothing without this product maybe because people around you have it or maybe simply because you want to show off either way consumerism is becoming this big monstrous problem this present time because it increases the culture of constantly buying constantly upgrading where you always want the best the latest the newest of things but consumerism i agree could be an extreme case what about the regular things the basic necessities the things that you use every single day can you just buy any product that you can get your hands on or is there some thought behind it The things that we use and buy are mostly not natural. They are highly processed or manufactured from the scratch. Even if I'm using petrol, it's not like I'm using a dinosaur fossil. It is processed. And if I'm wearing a pair of jeans, um it is manufactured. And did you know to make a pair of jeans, it takes at least 10,000 liters of water, which is almost equivalent for an entire community of drinking water for one year. Or the fact that a baby diaper takes 450 years to decompose when thrown into a landfill just after a few hours of use. So we need to take a closer look at the things we are buying and figure out a midpoint between not having to compromise on what we want but also not taking our environment and natural resources for granted. So that's where I come in and I will give you seven hacks for you to be a conscious consumer like seven days in a week, seven colors in a rainbow. 
seven levels of awesomeness you'll be after we get through this list. And the first one on it is to support local business. In May, when Prime Minister Modi said, vocal for local, irrespective of politics, I think it's a great idea. It could be two kinds of local, one at the national level where you say you're using uh, goods manufactured only in India, uh, a Swadeshi concept versus banning products from other countries. Now that's a whole different topic, but here I'm talking about the local community and uh, the businesses at your local level around your house. Uh, when you want your daily essentials like your atta or your spices or the basic necessities, there are two ways of buying them. One, go to your local supermarket, local store, the Kirana shop, the little shop at the end of your street versus buying them online. What happens when you buy them online? Of course, it is convenient. But imagine a product that has to come from thousands of kilometers away, um, which is stored in a warehouse, which has to be packaged and shipped, and then a delivery agent brings it to your doorstep. That is of course a lot of resources versus buying it in a local supermarket and uh, you remember this quote that comes up in a lot of social media posts that when you support a local business you're not helping a huge business owner buy his third holiday home but you're supporting the livelihood of a small family and uh, also personally it is good to move around get a little walk it is good for the environment it is good exercise for your body so i think it's a win-win situation for all and what is it that I do uh, about supporting local business, avoiding supermarkets or online shopping as much as I can and going back to the Kirana shops or the small stores. Use every single opportunity to do that. That's point number one. The second hack that I can give you is to support vulnerable groups or the minorities. I'm not simply talking about charity, but I'm super inspired by people who are not victims of their situation, but who are fighters and are willing to carve a unique place for themselves in this big world. People who rely only on their hard work and find hope in survival. That group could be some women or acid attack victims or LGBTQ community, literally anyone who has been treated as an other. And what does this do? You will uplift communities, you support diversity by and for all people and make inclusivity a real thing, right? Beyond social media posts. In fact, what is it that I did about this? Masks right now during this whole COVID pandemic is a super important thing. So instead of buying them just from any online store, I support this organization which empowers women to become financially independent by creating ethnic, ethical, handcrafted products. So making that little effort to find what these organizations are and support them. And this takes us to the third one that is the ethical category. So what are ethical businesses and what can ethical consumerism look like? Buying of ethically made products that support small-scale manufacturers and local artisans while protecting animals and the environment. And of course, on the other side, you're boycotting products that exploit children as workers or are tested on animals or are damaging to the environment. This discourages companies that ignore the social and environmental consequences of their actions. It's not like, you know, I can uh, manufacture anything and I know that my consumers will buy. The businesses should change this attitude and a great place for that to start is when the consumers start demanding that their products, their businesses are ethical in nature. So for me, how does that look like? 
गणेश आइडल्स विच आर मेड ऑफ प्लास्टर ऑफ पैरिस इट्स अ कम्प्लीट नो नो फॉर मी बिकॉज इट्स नॉट एनवायरमेंटल फ्रेंडली आई माइट जस्ट मेक अ स्मॉल क्ले आइडल इन माई हाउस और से समथिंग लाइक द फायर क्रैकर्स दैट आर मेड बाई चिल्ड्रेन इन डिंजी फैक्ट्रीज और बाइंग चीप एंड फास्ट फैशन मेड बाई अंडरपेड वर्कर्स इन अ कंट्री लाइक बांग्लादेश दीज आर नॉट एथिकल बिजनेसिस एंड दीज आर समथिंग्स दैट यू शुड कॉन्शियसली अवॉइड सो दैट्स थ्री डाउन and the fourth hack that i can give you is bulk purchase this is a good kind of well thought of sensible hoarding unlike the one most people did at the beginning of covid lockdown which was just paranoia and chaos so what are the advantages of purchasing in bulk apart from it being cheaper you're making fewer trips to the store uh, it involves less transport pollution significantly less packaging and it holds more of the quantity of the product in one single package and this works best for non perishable items um one little hack that i can give you here is when you're buying things in bulk one thing is to prepare your storage space make sure you have enough place for all the things that you're buying and do research beforehand because when you're buying things in larger quantities and if you use it just a little bit and then you say oh no but i don't like this then the whole of the product goes waste so do a little more research beforehand and be conscious of the shelf life it's not like you want to buy it in a large quantity and it goes waste in a month if it's expiring in a month then it's of no use to anyone so what am i doing about it be it a 16 pack of toilet roll made of bamboo and cornstarch or a 25 kg rice bag for a family of 3 which literally lasts a few months uh, i am making sure that i move towards bulk purchase now moving on to hack number 5 which is zero waste this can be applied to fashion cosmetics or your basic provisions whatever you purchase think of the entire life cycle how much of plastic or just waste in general you generate with your every purchase like the tags on your products or the bags all of it how much of it is used versus thrown away in a matter of minutes versus actually sent to recycling so zero waste stores is a concept that's catching up around the world which isn't just about packaging waste but also how they stock and transport their products there is also an increased waste in online shopping because of all the packaging and transportation again but this is a concept which was used like two decades earlier where our parents would purchase from zero waste stores but now i think the concept is finding a new revival what do i do about it After a 100 days self-imposed lockdown, I stepped out this week and the first thing I did was go to a zero waste store and bring all my provisions from there. I literally take my steel dabbas and cloth bags and fill all the things I want and come back home happily. Now moving on to the sixth hack of conscious consumerism is buying plant-based products. In this type of purchasing, you would assume it is only limited to food we consume. that perhaps is a major segment but we can't overlook the other animal products we use like uh, the fur coat or oh the leather jacket the leather belt or uh, let me say the italian leather shoes that's what we want right because that's a statement but obviously animal based products are pure torture it's unethical and are not environment friendly there is a huge stress on natural resources like land and water there is no way that there can be ethical sourcing of meat every animal product 
beginning from milk or curd to cheese and lipstick and leather it involves a lot of animal abuse and trauma and it is best avoided and move to plant based products what do i do about it thankfully i don't own any leather or fur uh, fashion items in my wardrobe but apart from that i moved to a lot of plant based things in the last couple of years uh, that could be my diet or the cosmetics that i use which are uh, cruelty free and not tested on animals so that is something for you to think about and the last one the seventh hack in conscious consumerism is the eco conscious consumer literally for everything you use and purchase you can have an eco friendly or a sustainable alternative so my hack for this is i look at my daily routine starting from the time i wake up till the time i sleep um the entire day what are the things that i use and what are the best sustainable alternatives for each of those things what is it that i do about it i switched from a plastic to a bamboo toothbrush i don't use bottle body wash but i literally use soap uh, be that for my shampoo or uh, just regular body wash soap and then metal straw instead of a plastic one take away tiffin box this could look different for everyone so just do a self assessment see the kind of things that you're using in your daily life and start looking for alternatives i understand that this is a lifestyle change it is committing to live better and more consciously i've given you seven different hacks here you could start with at least one of them explore a few the idea is to eventually practice the best of all of them well i would really like to take a moment to summarize the seven hacks of conscious consumerism the first is to support local business the second support vulnerable groups and minorities the third choose ethical businesses and brands fourth is to buy in bulk the fifth one is go zero waste the sixth hack of conscious consumerism is choose plant based products and the seventh one is be an eco conscious consumer i really hope all of you resonated with my starter guide for a conscious consumer and in the future episodes i will be sure to dive deep into each of these in much further detail today's quote is from someone i admire a lot a un goodwill ambassador someone who uses her status to promote brands that are sustainable ethical cruelty free and zero waste emma watson and she said and i quote we have so much power to change the world by just being careful in what we buy well that's a wrap on today's episode of prana cafe i hope uh, the episode resonated with you and uh, do share what kind of consumer you are with me on my social media handles i'm on facebook instagram twitter as at the rate prathyusha cfa18 that is p r a t h y u s h a cfa18 and uh, the podcast is available across platforms it's on anchor.fm spotify google podcast apple podcast do listen to it do share it with your friends and share some love with me as well thank you so much lots of love to you and see you very very soon